Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for the Kutelachas, Yoradea, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Bukhur, Behema Tohoira, Halacha Beis, Paragraph Hey. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Horav Nachman Yisrael, Brad Moshe, Rav Nachman Burstein, Zahran Abracha, whose yard site is today on the 14th of Adar, and also Lilu Nishmas, Mordechai Isaac Meir Ben Yosef, and Joan Ben Frank, Leah Bas Ribshlema HaKoyim. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviv Achana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noy Nechama Basgalia, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Avram David Ben Chana, Sari Gitl Basgana Riva, Peretz Aliyah Ben Soraleya, Chavaliba Basmer and Voira, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, David Shimshon Ben Soraleya, David Leib Ben Shena, Leib Ben Jenya, Shlomo Ben Rivka Sprinza, Borach Mordechai Ben Tali, Avivi Lona Bas Yisbehendel, Sorochel Bas Yisbehendel, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadassah, Sor Yehudis Bas Sora, Besoich Shar Choyli Yisroi. Paragraph Hay, Vegam Zehu Bechinas Chamisha Shkolem Kesef, Shepoidem Behem Bechor Odom. Rav Nosanzal was speaking about Bechor Behema Tohira, about giving a, a firstborn animal of the kosher species of animals to the koyin, and now he adds, based on what we've been learning about this, we can also have a new insight regarding the five silver coins that we give to the koyin in order to redeem a human bechor. Because by a human being, one of the most powerful ways that we correct our medame is by being by correcting our money. As Rabbeinazal expounds on this in chapter 13 in Likutimran, Shetikin Hamomoin, Hainu Masa Umatan Beemuna, Visomer Bechelkoi, Ubechinas Niguna de Levoi. Rabbeinazal there shows that a person who deals with money properly, which means that they conduct business in a trustworthy way, they know that all their parnasa comes only from Hashem and they're very happy and satisfied with what they have, Rabbein Zal shows there that that has the similar effect to the singing of the Levim in the Beis HaMikdosh. As the Pasuk says, Se'u zimra u'senu soif. The Pasuk that speaks about playing musical instruments uses the same verbs as we use for conducting business. Business is called masa umaton, and when it talks about playing the musical instruments, it says su'u usenu, the same exact verbs. Shehu bechinas masa umatan. And Rabbeinu Sal shows there in the Kutimran that these two, the singing and music of the Levim and the Beis Amikdosh, and a person conducting business properly, have the same spiritual tikkun. V'zeinas ayin shon, take a look over there in Torah Yud Gimel and the Kutimran. And Rav Nusanzal says, And the main tikkun for money is tzedakah. 
there's a there's a pasuk yivtzer ruach negidim. A nogid is a wealthy person. Yivtzer <coughs> means to to control, to help, and ruach. Rabbi Nezal says ruach means a generous spirit, a ruach nadiva. That a ruach nadiva is what controls the taivas mamon. It make, makes sure that a person's taivas mamon doesn't get the best of them, but rather that we conduct ourselves properly regarding money. We also find that, that Rabbi Nezal quotes the Gemara, melach mamon chaser, that if a person wants to salt their money, salt their money, salt means to preserve, like you salt meat in order to preserve it, that the way a person does it is by subtracting from it, taking out the portion that's fitzdakah. Nimza, shetikin hamopoin hu bechinas nigun. So we see from the Pasuk we mentioned earlier that the tikun for money is like the song of the Levian. Validei nigun nizbar hamadama kanal. And we learned in the previous year that a song is an example of biror hamadama because in order to make a song, you have to select certain musical notes, and reject certain musical notes. You pick which note yes to include in the song, which note not to include. This birora. And therefore, the bechoyer, the firstborn, which represents das, which represents zikoroin, as we learned previously, requires special protection from the koyach Therefore, we give that firstborn child to the Koyin, Shehu Ahavod The Koyin represents Chesed. He represents holy Ahavo, Hepech Hamedame, which is the opposite of Medame, which is called Ahavois Hamedumois, the, the imaginary, the fantasy type of Ahavo. Alkein Momoi. And based on all of this, that's why the way that we redeem this firstborn child from the Kohen is through money. Because by giving this money to the Kohen, this is a form of Tzedakah. By doing this, a person perfects their money. And we said that the Tikkun for money is similar to the tikkun of the song. And we showed that through nigun, we refine the medame, and we zoichen to holy avo, which is represented by the koyen. And this is accomplished especially through the money that we give to the Koyin. Because through this holy tzedakah, these coins we're giving to the Koyin, we, we refine, we extract the good ruach from the negative ruach that's, that's found in money. Because there, in money, there are many holy sparks. And money is also the place 
where the most where depression is found, people get pulled into depression related to money specifically. The, the main place where depression takes hold of a person is when it comes to money. As in the curse that Hashem issued when Adam and Chav ate from the Yitzadas, that your, your earning of a livelihood, your making money, will come the Yitzavayim. Shehu atzvos hamomayim v'aparnosa. This refers to the depression that goes together with money and earning the struggle for earning a livelihood. And by giving this money, these coins to the coin, who represents holy Ahavol, this perfects and refines the money, which is the Tikkun for Medameh. And this results in the redemption of the Bechoyer and the Bechoyer having the Tikkun that he needs. Because based on what we've been learning throughout this halacha, the main Tikkun for the Bechoyer is when we make a Tikkun, the Bechoyer who represents Das and Zikoroin is through the Tikkun of Medame. Because as Rabbi Nassau explains over there in chapter 54 on Likut Imran, which this halach is based on, that a person has to have zikorin dikdusha, and in order to, to, to make sure that the zikorin dikdusha is secure, the person has to be very careful to watch out from medame. And this is why we give specifically five coins to the Kohen, Keneged Hei Hadas, corresponding to the letter Hei, which represents Das, the Hei Hayedia, as it's called. We mentioned, We mentioned many times that when you have a word, Shulchan, Shulchan means table. Which table? It could be any table. If I say Hashulchan, I put a hey in front of it, the Shulchan, it means you know which one we're referring to, the one that you know, you know which one I mean. That's called hey Hayadia. And it's got to be silver coins specifically, five silver coins. Because the Tikkun Ezer says, that on the right side, which is chesed, the moyach is white like silver. And that's what we're going for here. We're going for yemin. This is the process of making a tikkun for the das, which is accomplished by the koyhen, who represents chesed, which is on the right side, which is that color silver or white. And it's called five shkolim in the Torah. The term shkolim is also related to song. Bechinas mishkal hashir. Mishkal means the scales of the song. That's the same term in the English language that's used regarding musical notes, that there's a, a scale of musical notes, that this term mishkal. Shezeh iker 
because when a person is singing, they have to make sure to sing in a proper measured way. To go up and down the, the musical notes in the song based on the proper scale, based on exactly the way that the song has been formatted. And this is the main refinement, separation of good from bad, separating the good notes, the good musical notes, which are included in the song, from the ones that we're not including. I and Sean take a look over there in Torah Nun Dalet and Likud Imran, where Rabbein Ezzel gives a beautiful explanation of, of music and song, how it works. Vohavein, and you'll understand this. And now we've been learning about Bechor for a while, and the question was asked, what about girls? Rav Nosazal here addresses this based on this chapter on the Kutimran, based on what we've been learning here so far, we can understand why the concept of Bechor applies specifically to males, not to females. Because it's tied into this concept of Zikoroin remembering the Zikor and Almadasi, which we learned about in the previous year, remembering Olam Haba, remembering what we're supposed to remember. Tfilin, Ule Zikoroin Beineinecha, Shehu Bechinas Ben Zohar. And over there in Likud Imran, Rabbein Ezzel shows how this is tied into a male child, Zohar, Zikoroin Miloshin Zohar. Kimavur Sham, as Rabbein Ezzel explains this there, Ayin Shom, take a look. Question in the chat, <clears throat> we explain in practical terms how conducting one's financial affairs with emuna and giving tzedakah is related to fixing the medame. Rabbein Azal says that medame is a, is a name for the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah's main weapon is his ability to imitate, to imitate, to make, make things look like what they really aren't. That's medame, fantasy, imagination, which is all sheker. It's, it's, it's not the actual truth. And money, money is the area where the, the it's, it's called elile kesev, at least idols of gold and silver. That's the place where the Sahara changes the truth in the biggest way in terms of, number one, making a person think that I earned this money, my money, and, and according to how much effort I put into my work, that's going to decide how much money I make, all of that, versus the concept of Masumat Be'emunah, realizing that all money belongs to Hashem, Hashem gives parnasa, and it doesn't necessarily relate at all to how many hours you're putting in or how much effort you're putting in. A person is supposed to put in some, we need to do some hishtadlus, but not to chasvashon. Here, here, the medame makes it seem as if the more time I spend at work, the more money I make. Less time, less money. And, and all the demyoinos, 
related to money and related to a person who's richer, we think that they're a bigger success. We think they have a happier life. Whereas by most people, the Torah says, Mar ben achosin, mar bedaiga. The more, the more, the, the more worry, the more the more anxiety, the more problems. People think that if I have money, I won't be anxious at all. And they don't realize that there's more anxiety there unless a person has the proper emuna, and unless a person is giving stuck properly. Person is giving stuck properly, they have no worry in the world. No worry. Two things come to mind related to this. A close friend of mine was doing a certain type of business, and it was that the nature of that business was that they don't really report, they don't think they don't report it that much. And at one point, they were approached by the Israeli IRS, Masach Nasa, and they want all their records for the past 10 years, and, the, and they wanted to really be able to impose a major, major, major tax on this person. And the person came to our Rebbe, Reb Mitchell and told him the story. So he looked at him and he said, you, you give Misa, right? So you don't, you don't owe any money. You don't owe any money. He says, yeah, but they they have, they opened a tick, a file, and a whole the He said, yeah, but, but you give Misa. You don't owe anything. Sure enough, the end of the story was he, the person got in touch with them, with Masa Nasa, and they lost the file. They, they couldn't find the file. And that's how that story ended. And uh, another story that came to mind. I don't recall this moment. We'll see if it comes back. Shaykh Lael, Rav Sal is a, a small appendix to what we were learning before. Tikun Hamomoin Hu Bechinas Nigun Tanal. Rav Sal had said earlier that Momoin is Medame, and we had learned in that chapter, and we put around chapter 54, which this halach is based on, that, that song is also a form of Tikun Hamedame, because Medame also means a mixture of good and bad. And, and in, in forming a nigun, we're separating the good from the bad. Bechinas yad. And Rabbein Hazal showed there on the Kutimran that nigun is usually played, music is usually played with the hand. There are a few psukhm in the Torah that says, v'nagin b'yodoi v'toivloch. So Rabbein Hazal writes here, bechinas yegia kapoi. We know that the earning of a living is usually referred to as the efforts of one's hands. Bechinas usmachtem bechol mishlach yedchem. And we find when the Pasuk speaks about giving tzedakah, bringing korbonos to the Beis HaMikdosh, it says you will rejoice with whatever you send with your hands. Shepirushoi, kefi hu'ashiros v'hamomoin ha'shachanone Hashem. Based on the wealth and money that Hashem has blessed the person with, which is where Simcha comes from, when a person is to refine the money, to purify, to make the tikkun for the money, how? 
על ידי הקרבונוס שמבי ברגל מיגיע קפוי. Through the sacrifices that he brings to the Beis Hamikdash on the holidays, from the efforts of his hands, from his earnings. So Rav Nosazal is using this Pesach again to show the, the tikkun for medame, the tikkun for money through tzedakah. And, and again, money could have this curse, this be'itzavayin te'chaleinah, or it could be usmachtem b'chol nishlach yedchem. person could be full of simcha when they're donating properly. And Rav Nosazal is v'chovein heitev, understand this very, very well. Any questions? The next halacha, halacha gimel. Looking ahead for a moment, because I spoke to a friend yesterday, and I told him we were learning these halachas, and he said, that halacha, I thought he meant, hey, no, it's Dalet. Halacha Dalet is a major piece about Purim. So we'll see. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get to it on time. It's a shame. We'll have a major, major halacha on Purim to prepare us for Purim. It's a shame. Today is Purim Koton. Today, Friday, Erev Shabbos. And tomorrow, Shabbos, our Purim Koton, two days of Purim. Today we didn't say Tachnun, we didn't say Lamanatzeach even, Yanuch Hashem It is a holiday, all this forum write about it. It's a holiday, we should be zreche, to see to see the Purim, to see the glory of Klal Yisrael and the downfall of all the Hamans, all the Haman, Amolek, Achashveirosh, all the Sinai Yisrael should have a complete and final Mapala. Halacha Gimel, Kol Habchor Asheivole Bivchorcha Bitsaincha, Hazochor, Taktish Lashem Alekechor. All the firstborns that will be born among your cattle and your sheep, the males, you should sanctify Tashem. Loisavoi Bibchor Sherecha. Don't use that firstborn calf to do any work. Veloisogois, and don't shear the wool off the firstborn sheep to use for yourself. This halacha will be based on the second tiku in the second half of Likut Imran, which is chapter 5. The second half of Likut Imran has three tikus, three shiurim that Rabbi Nassau gave on Rosh Hashanah, the last three Rosh Hashanahs of his life. The first one is tiku memshola, Torah Aleph. The second one, which we're about to address, is called Tiku Emuna, and the third one is called Tiku Toichacha, which was the final shear that Rabbi Nassau gave before he passed away. Vaklal, to summarize the major highlights of what Rabbi Nassau speaks about there, the most important thing is Emuna. A person is required to search themselves, to analyze themselves. Where am I holding an emuna today? Where is my emuna today? And 
to encourage to, to strengthen myself every day in complete faith in Hashem, in the Torah, in Sadikim, and in myself. Rabbi Nassau shows there in the beginning of that chapter that in order to be a person has to dig and find the waters that nourish, that, that help emuna grow. There's a pasuk which corresponds to the six sections of Mishnah. V'hoya emunas itecha choysen yeshuais chachmas vadas. And it's brought that those six words there correspond to the six sections of Mishnah. So emunas corresponds to seder zroim. Zroim is where we plant. We all the laws about things that are planted, agriculture. So, so Rabbeinu shows over there in Kudimran that that our emuna is something that that nur, that's nurtured through these waters. Mayim amukim eitzabalevish, dahainu shetzrichin litzoik meoimek haleiv. Rabbeinu also says there that when a person is feeling that their emuna needs strengthening, the person has to scream to Hashem from the depths of their heart. Bechinas mi ma'amakim Hashem. I call out to you, Hashem, from the deepest part of my heart. Bechinas tzoak libom el Hashem. Their heart screams to Hashem. And this reveals the advice that a person needs to strengthen their emuna. Bechinas mayim amukin eitzel balevish. And this helps the emuna be nourished and nurtured and grow. All of this, Rabbi Nezal shows in the beginning of that chapter, and Likut Imran, he shows all the connections through the psukim. And this follows the pattern that existed when Hashem first created the world, that first there was darkness, and then there came light. V'chulu, etc. All of these v'chulus, Rabbi Nezalvir elaborates on all of this. <clears throat> and in order to draw and reveal these waters, requires a person who has tivuna, who has a deep understanding. The ish and the way that a person becomes this ish tvunois, is by the person sparkling their neshama, making their neshama sparkle with light. And Rabbi Nassau explains there, the way that a person accomplishes that is by being able to draw spirituality, ruchnius, elokus, which has no boundaries, it's it's unformatted, drawing it into tzimtzumim, drawing it into vessels. And this is also how a person draws parnosa, as the Pesach says, you'll be satiated, you'll be satisfied. Sviya means having enough to eat. Parnasa, livelihood, <coughs> through the tzachtzachos of your soul. This was a Rosh Hashanah shir that Rabbi Nezal gave. So it's obviously one of the deeper, longer, more elaborate shirim. <coughs> <coughs>
And Rabbein Asal goes on to say there in Likud Imran that when we lift up the fallen emuna, when our emuna was in a fallen state and we lift it up, we repair it, that results in converts coming to join Klal Yisrael. And because of the fact that these gerim are coming to join the Jewish nation, as a result of a repair job, as a result that we had to repair this fallen emuna, alkain heimazikim Israel. This is why there's a damage that's done to Klal Israel. Besides all the benefits, all the tremendous benefits that we have when converts come and join Klal Israel, there's also a certain damage that's caused to Klal Israel. Because Rabbi Nezal shows there on the Kutimran that they, they bring arrogance to the Jewish people. And when this gaiva comes into the Jewish people, the false leaders, people who are not really qualified to be leaders, but they're arrogant, they're big shot, they think they're great and everything, they take the, the sword of gaiva to themselves. And this also causes an increase of a sinful desire between men and women, desire for a sinful type of relationship. And how do we save our, how do we protect ourselves from this? It's through the protectors of the generation. This is a term that Rabbi Nassau uses in that chapter on the Kutuman, the Mogine Hadoel. Sheheim Maginem Oleinu, Umatzilin Oisonu Mitaibasniv. They protect us and save us from this type of sinful desire. Kiheim Machniem Hachoisam de Sitrachra, Shena Saide Hagaiva, because they weaken and eliminate the seal of the Sitrachra, which is generated from that Gaiva. Rabbi Nezal quotes this passage referring to a person who, become, who has a tumor coming out of them, and the Torah uses the term that's called a chlesim of the sitrachra, a chlesim of tumor. They subdue and eliminate this taibas and they elevate <coughs> they elevate us from a fallen state, which is called to the level of of Kedusha, a holy seal, which is what the mitzvah of Tfilin is called, a choysam of Kedusha. As it says in Shira Shirin, Hashem says, place me like a seal across your heart on your arm, referring to the tefillin that are worn there. Rabbi Nezal quotes this other passage showing that again, this choysam, this seal of Kedusha is koydesh l'ashem, is sanctified to Hashem. Ayin shom kolze hatri. Study that chapter and we could him run well, very well. 
to have a clearer understanding of this halacha. And now Rav Nassim begins. Paragraph base. <clears throat> Based on that chapter in Kutumran, we'll understand the holiness of the firstborn of a kosher animal species, <laughs> which Hashem declared as holy when the Jewish people came out of Egypt. <laughs> and, and this generates tefillin. The holiness of Tfilin, as it says over there at the end of Parsha's Boy, Kadeshli Hashem says, Sanctify to me all the firstborn. And that paragraph in the Chumash, which speaks about sanctifying the Bechoyer, is the first one of the four Parshas in our Tfilin, the Tfilin Shal Roish and the Tfilin Shal Yad. Because this holiness of the firstborn corresponds to what we were speaking about, elevating the emuna, the fallen emuna, and also changing from Tuma to Tara, from Hechtem Besoroi to Chosim of Kedusha. The Chosim of Kedusha, an example of the Chosim of Kedusha being the Tfilin. Ki Iker Hoemuna Hi Bebechinas Behema. Because real Emuna is when a person has the ability to emulate a Behema, meaning Ki Iker Shleimus Hoemuna because real perfection of emuna is where a person can put aside completely their intellect, everything they know, and, and make themselves like an animal, like a simple animal. And to believe and trust in Hashem and in true tzaddikim with pure emuna, with pure faith, not based on what I see, not based on what I understand, but based on what I believe. Because real emuna applies to what only to what a person doesn't understand. Because something that you understand logically and rationally, we don't use the term to believe or faith. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in chapter 8 in the second half of Likud Imram. And therefore, a real description of Emunah is what Dovar HaMelech says in Tehillim. I am a, 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 a Ba'ar. Ba'ar means a person who's empty, no knowledge at all. I don't know. I was like a behema, like a, like a cow in my relationship with Hashem, meaning in, in my simplicity, in my simply doing my job without any chachmas. Bechinas, as the Pesach says, Odom u'behemo toishi Hashem. A human being and an animal, Hashem will help. 
Vedosh Rabbi Senuzala, and the Gemara says in the beginning of Chulin, what is this Pasuk referring to? Bnei Odom she'arumim bedas ke'odom arishon u'meisimim atzman ke'behema. This is referring to people who are as shrewd and smart as Odom Arishayim. And despite that, they put all of that smartness aside. They make themselves regarding when they're standing in front of Hashem and when they're serving Hashem, they do it with the simplicity of a behema. As Shlomo Melech said, Shehu Chacham Mikol Adam whom the Torah defines as being the smartest person that ever lived. And despite all of his smarts, Shlomo Melech says in Mishlei, I'm not a person. I don't have human understanding. And as Shlomo Melech says again, Koheles, I said, I'll be smart, I'll understand, I'll use my intellect. And I see that it's very far from me. The ability to understand Hashem is very, very far from me. Alkein, therefore, a person who wants to be zeche to, to the, the life of the future world, to eternal life, to really live, has to be able to put aside their intellect, their rationale completely, and to be able and willing to rely completely on my emuna, my faith. Especially when there are things that I see that I don't understand that seem to make it hard to believe. And the answer, I don't care what I see. When we say Shema Yisrael, I close my eyes. I close my eyes. I cover my eyes. I don't see. I believe. There's, there's an expression, see, seeing is believing. And, and we say the opposite, that believing is seeing. That when a person really believes, that's the clearest vision. And this is the greatest and most important chachma of all chachmas. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in chapter 44 in the second half of the Kutumram. Because when a person will be solid in their faith, faith alone, no additives, for days and years, willing to put aside their intellect and put aside all of their philosophical thinking, analysis. That person will definitely succeed after a period of time in being zeichet to understand Hashem and to understand spiritual concepts. Including the ability to understand those things which the human mind cannot understand normally. On condition that you don't say, oh, I'm going to try this. 
I'm going to put aside my mind so that I can, and I'll see if Hashem opens my mind to, to, to understand these things that are above human comprehension. But rather, but rather, the right way is for a person to go with simplicity, to live with simplicity, sincerity, real, pure, solid emunah. And this is why we compare emunah to behemoth, whereby the person makes themselves like a behemoth that has no intellect. A behemoth doesn't, doesn't, doesn't analyze, do I want to do this or I not want to do this? Should I do this? Should I not do this? However, a person has to be very, very careful to avoid false beliefs, false faiths. Not to be a fool who believes everything. I, I believe, I, I believe, I respect all religions. I respect all... That's not the right way either. And this explains why Hashem has given us kosher animals and non-kosher animals. Whereby Hashem has warned us to make a separation, a distinction between what's a kosher animal, a cow, a deer, a, a, deer, a sheep, a goat, versus non-kosher animals. Because as we just explained, emuna is like behemoth. However, <clears throat> proper emuna, proper holy emuna of the Jewish nation, that's kosher animals. And false types of faith and false beliefs they correspond to non-kosher <clears throat> This will explain to us now something strange, that the Torah makes a point of telling us that Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were all shepherds. They all took care of animals. And we actually call them the seven shepherds. Note that's the word that's used. Because Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, their main focus was to reveal and broadcast faith to the world. And therefore, Avram Avinu, who is called the first of the faithful. He was the first one to really reveal and broadcast holy amuna to the world. This explains why the Torah tells us that he dug wells, water wells. What this is telling us is that he dug and, and revealed the depths of the of the pits, This depth refers to the holy emuna, 
which is, is nourished and nurtured and grows from the deep pit, meaning the Mechinas Hamayamana, the waters, the waters that are found in this deep well. Shein Bechinas Mayim Amukim, Eitzabalevish. And Rabbeinazal shows there the passage, just a moment. Yes. Mayim Amukim Eitzah Deep waters are the Eitzah in a person's heart. And then Rabbi Nisnal quotes the Pasuk, Eitzahis Meirochoik Emuna Oimein, showing the connection between the Eitzahis and the Emuna. This is in the second paragraph of that Torah. That's where Rabbi Nisnal makes all of these connections. So this is why the Ovois, who were the ones who were, their main focus was spreading Amuna. this is why they dug these wells <coughs> to, to, to discover this water that nurtures the Amuna. Shehim bechinas mayim amukim, these deep waters, bechinas mimamakim krosi Hashem, which also corresponds to crying out Hashem from the depths of our heart. <laughs> because through these water wells, which Avram Avinu dug, through this he revealed the waters that nourish the Amuna. The Alkain, his Gabru Tomid, And this is why the Torah tells us there that the Palishtim, the Goyim, all tried very hard to stuff up these wells that Avram Avinu dug. All of those wells which had been dug during the time of his father Avram Avinu, the Palishtim sealed those wells. And Yitzchak Avinu dug up those wells again. As it says, Yitzchak went back, and he dug up those water wells that Avram Avinu had dug. And by Yaakov Avinu also it says, Remember that Yaakov Avinu went out to find his shidduch. <coughs> And he came to the house of Lavan, and he saw a well there, and he saw Lavan's daughters going out to try to do, draw water from the well, but there's a rock on top of it. Yaakov Avinu goes over and removes the rock from the opening of the well. V'chein b'moyshek and by Moshe Rabbeinu also it says, when Hashem appeared to him, v'yeshev al habe'er, he was sitting by the well. All of them were involved in digging up these water wells that, that are emuna, which grows from this water, these deep waters. Machmasha 
because of the fact that the Ovois were Zoycha to reveal this holy Amuna, which is called this wellspring of, of waters, that's why they were also all involved in taking care of animals, shepherds. <laughs> they were involved in taking animals out to pasture. Remember the Pasuk Shon Eretz, Ure'ei Emuna. Re'ei means to pasture, Emuna. Through this, these tzaddikim were involved in purifying and, and refining the Emuna, Shehi Bechinas Behema, which is compared to a Behema, Heder Adas, absence of Das. Kedei Shetia Ho Emuna Brura, so that the emuna should be clear, to refine the emuna, to remove from it any false beliefs, any kind of foolish nonsense beliefs. And this is why they discovered their soulmates, their wives, by the well, because the woman represents emuna. The woman is the malchus, yiras Hashem, which is emuna. Therefore, they found their zivugim specifically by a, a water well. That's where the emuna grows. Which is what their wives were all about. Bechinas Isha Yiras Hashem, the woman who has this Yiras Hashem, she is the symbol of Emuna. Rabbein Zal told his students, if you want to learn Emuna, go to the women. They're the ones to whom it comes more natural, usually. And this explains why a woman <coughs> cannot join her husband in marriage without first dipping in the waters. Because Jewish women <coughs> who are rooted in Emuna, and they are called this Isha Yiras Hashem, they need to dip in these waters in order to develop this and grow this holy emuna which grows from the water these deep waters and again Rabbi Nisal quoted the Pasuk showing that Eitzah is emuna we say on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur atzasoy emuna peulasoy emes the, the Eitzah is Emunah. Vioz netorin b'nois Yisrael meidam nidos. And by, by dipping in these waters, the women are become purified from any Tomei blood. Shehem zuama sanochosh, which is from the original tomb of the snake. Bechinas emunas kuzviois ukfiros. This tomb of the snake represents all kinds of false beliefs and atheism. Because where do we develop this, the, the way that we develop and nurture the Amuna is from the, this well of, of, of spring water, this well of natural water. 
שזהו בחינס תפילס מקווה מים של בנייס ישראל. This explains the importance of Jewish women dipping in the mikvah, שהם בחינס אמונה. They represent אמונה. ועל כן, מקווה מים נטרס ישראל מכל מיני תומא שבעולם. And this is also why a mikvah purifies a Jew from all types of impurity. Because all types of sin, all types of tuma, come, stem, originate from denial of Hashem, from false beliefs. That's the real impurity and, and, and filth of the snake. Who injected denial of Hashem into the world. All types of impurity, all Tivas Royce and Midas Royce, all come from the Yitzhahara, Shenikra Hel Acher, who is called an idol, Kfiris, or denial of Hashem. And therefore, through a mikvah, Which, which is what, where the Amuna is nurtured, I, these deep waters, that enables us to go back and bring forth and reveal the holy Amuna. And that enables us to eliminate all types of Tumah. Which are all included all stem from a basic denial of Hashem or false beliefs, and by going to the mikvah, we become purified from all of them. As the Pasuk says, Hashem says, I'll throw on you purifying waters and you'll be purified from all of your tumas. These Pure waters are the waters of the mikvah. Which come from the deep, deep waters. The well of, of, of natural water. The deep waters that Rabbein Azal refers to over there. And that's what nurtures and nourishes the amuna. And when the Amunah rises, then the atheism, the false beliefs, the Tuma goes down. And all of this denial of Hashem and false beliefs is eliminated. And we're purified from all the different types of Tuma and all of the Taivas Royce and Midas Royce that come from these emunas kuzvias, from this kfir. A question in the chat, is Rabbein Avraham saying in the Torah that we're referring to here, chapter 5, that the proliferation of false leaders is caused mainly by the influx of Geirim? In recent times, We've seen many false leaders and not so many Geirim. <clears throat> the answer is yes. The rabbinists are saying that that's one of the causes, one of the, co- one of the things that, that, that causes false leaders 
that empowers false leaders is Geirim. That's what gives them the, the gaiva. And and their their arm. I, I come into contact with it pretty often that there are Geirim all over that are coming to join Klau Yisrael slowly but surely. Rabbein Azal has a number of chapters of Likud Imran that speak about Geirim, and during Rabbein Azal's time, there were Geirim that came to join, and at one point there was a whole village, a village of Goyim, where the whole village, con- the, the priest in charge of them converted, and the whole village converted. And, and nowadays, there definitely is quite a bit of it. Unfortunately, the other side, the, the Tumah, is much larger in quantity, but but there are holy gayrim constantly coming to join to to investigate and to to want to come and join Klal Yisrael and especially Breslov Chabad those that are involved in outreach. Any other questions, please? Yeah. Once again, today is erev Shabbos Kodesh, Purim Koton double holy day, going into Shabbos, which will still be Purim Koton, Shushan Purim Koton. These are holy days, special days. We should be zeche, to do mitzvahs, to do good things, and to be very happy, to be besimcha, and that should help bring about the complete and final downfall of all sitrachras, of all emunas kuzvias, and all kfiras. Be zeche, to see the gula shleimah, coming of Moshiach, b'mher ab yameinu, amen v'yameinu.